Welcome to University College's podcast, I Do Declare, the podcast that offers unique academic and experiential insights from the people who put the major in exploration. Welcome back to another episode of I Do Declare. I'm here with a colleague, a friend, one of my favorites on campus, Linda Flynn, Director of Career Services, College of Education and Human Services. Linda, how are you? I am good, Adam. It's really exciting to be here. Pretty I'm cool. excited too. It's really cool. I've never been over this way, so I'm going to enjoy this today. Definitely. Thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome. So, considering our audience is exploring majors, it's always helpful to find out somebody's educational background, why they studied what they studied. So, yeah, give us give us your story there. Okay. Um, actually, I have my bachelor's and master's degree from Montclair State University. Boom. I was a human ecology major, which is no longer here, but okay. I had a concentration in nutrition, which is really nice because I work with I was gonna say. nutrition students now, so I, I kind of feel what they're going through. And I have my bachelor's, uh, my master's degree in uh, administration and supervision, mm-hmm. which today would be higher education. Got it. Okay. So I remember human ecology. Mm-hmm. You know, I was part of the um, the the uh, graduate program at that time, just sort of seeing what was going on. What has it evolved into? I think it's sort of uh, it's changed its discipline a little bit. Yeah, I think that now it's uh, a little bit of a combination of everything, which okay. would be family science and human development and nutrition. So it's actually segregated into two separate majors. Mm-hmm. So it's really nutrition is booming with uh, yeah. different types of uh, experiences and different mm-hmm. types of occupations that you can get into. And uh, family science is a little, little straightforward, meaning it's mm-hmm. either the you know uh, working with families and communities, mm-hmm. uh, social work, uh, counseling, that type of thing, or going into education. That's the other track that you can take. Uh, school settings. You could go into the P three or the K six. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't aware some of your education background was in nutrition. And what a what a happy marriage between the students you serve in CEHS. So with that nutrition dietetics, can you walk us through how a student might get one of those internships? It's really interesting. This past year and a half, uh, we are actually the coordinators for the internship program. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, let me just talk a little bit about yeah. our college, which makes us unique, is that mm-hmm. internships are integral part of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. So they're required in probably about 90% of the undergraduate human services majors. So um, nutrition is a requirement. You have to have a certain amount of credits in nutrition before you can take your internship to count for academic credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we help you through the process. We prepare you. We have lists of companies that we've worked with. Mm -hmm. Uh, We help you reach out to uh, the employer and, you know, hopefully do your best. We give you tips on interviewing, on how to uh, present yourself in a professional manner. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. Absolutely. And I wondered too, in general, we've looked at nutrition and dietetics just a little bit. What sort of students gravitate to your college, College of Education and Human Services? I think that's simple. It's the people that really want to make a difference, Hmm. difference in their community. Uh, They want to be helpers. Uh, We always talk about the different types of people that are out there, but we're definitely the helping kind. We're interested in social justice. It's Mm -hmm. part of our mission. Um, I think it's interesting that 
it's people that want to give back. Mm, absolutely. I think some of that falls into humanities mm-hmm. and social services, social sciences, rather, with psychology, sociology. But given the nature of 90% of the uh, the programs in your college, they there's an integral requirement, as you said, that they complete a cooperative education or credit-bearing internship. Mm-hmm. That's, to me, the sign of a, a fantastic foundation because it's like, we're not going to let you go. So you try it on to see how it fits and and hopefully upon graduation. And as you know about getting experience and, you know, enrolling in an internship or taking an internship just for, uh, you know, volunteering to do one, Mm -hmm. you have to remember the importance of it is building your resume, building your skills, but also finding out what you like and what you don't like. So, again, an internship is great either way. Yeah. If it's a great experience, ah, this is something I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. If it's not, you're saying, well, I'm glad I found this out now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and it makes so much sense. At that point, it's like process of exclusion. When I graduate, I know I don't want to pursue that area. I tried it on, that sort of thing. Right. Okay, cool. And it also leads to other things. You know, you don't mm-hmm. know uh, the people that you meet, the people that you network with. Again, it, it's just a, a really important part of that professionalism that you want to Establish Absolutely. You mentioned that students who gravitate to CEHS, they want to help, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But it seems like the biggest draw, and maybe the biggest draw educationally overall for Montclair State is teacher ed program. Oh, so definitely. that's the shining star. Right? <laughs> so tell us about teacher ed. Yeah. Well, you know, we're nationally known mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, throughout. And teacher ed is extremely... It's really important. We have two different ways you can go with teacher ed. One, you can go through family science and human development Mm -hmm. and take the school settings track, or you can go in through educational foundations. Uh, There are two different areas. One, you're going at it from um, a family perspective, learning Mm -hmm. the basics of really important type of foundation uh, so that you can interact with families and assist in that way. The other way is taking more of a liberal arts perspective and learning more about uh, getting a little bit deeper into the different subject areas because, as you know, as an elementary teacher, you have to be teaching a variety of different subjects. So there's two different ways that they're they're going about it, and I think that's what makes it really unique in our college. Definitely. So looking at some of the employment prospects, we know teacher ed program preparing folks to, to be certified teachers and get out there. What are some other say, job titles or areas of employment industries, perhaps, that CEHS students tend to gravitate okay. to? Well, let me just put a plug in for teacher ed because uh, teachers now are in demand. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting mm-hmm. because this is the, um, you know, how... Um, Sometimes you're in a job market and uh, it's it's a little tight. Well, this yeah. is they're in demand right now. There's not okay. enough teachers for enough positions that are out there. So, um, if anyone's thinking about going into teaching, it's the time. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I want to say is the other human service areas are exciting. Public health right now is booming with uh, students that are really interested in getting involved in it because there's so many opportunities out there since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Research and working in the community, education, uh, educating, you know, the public as to what's going on. So there's a lot of opportunity out there for public health students. Um, Exercise science, it's great. Uh, 
if you want to, you know, go into personal training, own your own gym, uh, mm. that's the way of going it. But there's a whole clinical side that's so exciting. Thinking if you're interested in OT, PT, PA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being a physician's assistant, being an occupational therapist, being a physical therapist, it lays the foundation uh, for you to move on to a program afterwards. So it, that's really exciting. Um, and what I like about doing it through the exercise science program is you're looking at it from the perspective of learning really about the body, mm-hmm. movement, how it works, and how it will affect your clients later on. So that's really exciting. And what else did I miss? Uh, family science and human development mm-hmm. is all about working with communities, social work, um, Again, working in nonprofits, mm-hmm. uh, education, but counseling. If you're thinking yeah. about going into counseling, you know, family science and human development is a great major to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, I've had students that have had internships in school counseling settings mm-hmm. to get an idea if that's something that they want to be going into later on. Absolutely. Exciting. So many opportunities. So many. So let's look at another bright, shining star. You recently had uh, the Educators Exchange. Oh, so please uh, love it. Please tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Educators Exchange is something that we have every year for the um, the teacher education students that have graduated, and we ask back our January grads and also our alumni to come back. Oh, okay. So we had uh, fifty five different mm-hmm. school districts and um, uh, schools in general uh, that came. And we had about 150 students that came. And we had such great feedback of people that are getting interviews that have uh, done demo lessons. It was only a couple weeks ago, and we're really hearing back from the districts how how much they really love our students, how prepared they are, how professional they are. And they love the fact that we did an in-person career fair for them. I remember that. The vibe was really Mm -hmm. good in the room. Yeah, it was good. People are happy to get face-to-face again. They are happy. Yeah. Yeah, and we're trying to do that as uh, safely as possible, but giving the opportunity to the districts that, you know, they really need. So back to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as Director of Career Services at the second largest, fastest-growing institution in New Jersey, what are the, some of the things you love about your job and some of the things that you find challenging? Well, I think what I love about it is I love working with the students. Mm -hmm. I think it keeps you young. It keeps you on your toes. You kind of know what's going out there. Um, What is challenging is working with the number of students that we have and giving them, you know, every opportunity that we can to make them better, to make them more professional. Um, I would say, you know, I could complain we never have enough people (laughs) to work with, but I don't want to go there. What I would say is the most challenging is keeping us current. Okay. And making sure that we're, you know, on top of things and giving them the right information. Sure. I, I think it's really important for us as professionals to make sure that we're doing our job of going out there, getting professional development, mm-hmm. so that we're giving them the right information. Yeah, because it seems like things change so quickly, but oftentimes some things don't. There's usually some concrete things in terms of job search correspondence that we can count on right. in terms of advice, but things do change. And yeah, you're right. We do have to keep on top of that. Right. And I think that's important that we're not stuck saying, you know, we have to do it the old way. What's new out there? What's changing? And we have to be able to change with them. Absolutely. So let's wish upon a star. (laughs) (laughs) So what if you, you know, everybody sort of has a little bit of a wish list at work. 
things that they'd love to see come to fruition, that type of stuff. Uh, what would be on your wish list as director of career services in CEHS? Well, we're in the process of changing. Okay. Uh, everything at Montclair is always changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would really love to see is a more robust um, career services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel we're going to get that. Okay. So um, I don't even want to say it's a wish list. I, I really feel it's something that's coming. We have the support of our dean and we have the support of our our new president knowing how much mm. it's really important for student services to be out there. So I feel this is a good time for us. I think we're good things are going to happen. And I always look at it as a challenge, but a really good challenge. And um, when I came and started career services in the college, mm-hmm. we were in one little office and now we're a center. Uh, I'm really proud of that. And I'm excited to see it grow. And if anything that I could have my wish list is that we made a difference. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So it's not, um, it's it is about resources in some respects, people and and staff that sort of thing. But it's also a little bit more um, heavy in a good way. Did we actually make a difference? Did we actually help people? It's sort of the intangible in some way. Right. And I think that's, you know, it's the counselor in you that you says, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make a difference in someone's life. I, I I'm glad I was there for that person and and let them. See that they grew and that, um, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were able to help. Absolutely. And I think that you and I, we're in similar boats in that we do, we honestly do care about helping people. We do. You know? That's our, that's a curse too. It is. <laughs> hey, I'm going to try and help you. Maybe I can. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward, the audience typically for this podcast, they're freshmen sophomores, the folks who haven't declared just yet, so they're considered pre-major in mm-hmm. university college, or um, they are about to declare, they have a couple ideas. Given what you know about your career and your trajectory, what sort of advice would you give yourself as a freshman or sophomore in college? And feel free to open that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if I could say one thing, I would say try not to stress about it too much mm-hmm. of not knowing where you're going right now. Um, and try and get as much experience as you possibly can. Experience through different jobs, learning different skills. Um, I think that I was really nervous uh, picking my major. And mm-hmm. uh, I just really went for the coursework. What did I really enjoy? Sure. What did I feel I could do well in? Um, and I wasn't so much worried. I know this is probably the wrong thing to say, but That's I wasn't right. so so worried about the job I would get when I was out. But what could what kind of skills was I developing? Um, was I enjoying what I was learning? Um, and as it ended up, uh, I've had a career where, you know, I was I started out in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I was in medical records, kind of running that. So that made leadership skills developed. Sure. And from there, I went corporate. I worked under a dietitian mm-hmm. and um, did all sorts of, um, you know, assistance with uh, allergies and what types sure. of products and where were they uh, made and that type of thing and helping out consumer-wise. So I think working under a dietitian really interested me then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, corporate 
you work hard in corporate. Hey. It's different. It's a different environment. Mm-hmm. And I went to higher ed. And as soon as I went to higher ed and I started working in uh, cooperative education, mm-hmm. I found where I was supposed to be. And uh, I believe in happenstance. I believe in sure. getting as many experiences as you can so that you understand what's out there and uh, what you love. And once you find it, then you'll figure out, how can I get there? So. Right experiencing it, seeing what's out there, what types of, um, you know, what types of leaders are you looking for? What What is it that you want to uh, become? What type of mentors do you have? Mm-hmm. And how does that affect? It's, it's unbelievable. So Absolutely. I can honestly say that um, trying not to stress as much, sometimes it finds you. Interesting. And I truly believe in that. I felt like I found myself when I came to Montclair State. I found my purpose. I found what I wanted to do. And I had to figure out how to get there. And I did that. I went back to school. I got my master's in, mm-hmm. you know, administration supervision so that I could become uh, a coordinator and then eventually, you know, get promoted along the way. Absolutely. But that was really important. I, I think if I could tell myself one thing, try not to stress as much as I did. It's good advice. <laughs> I, I wish I had taken that advice when I was doing my thing back in the day. But that's our time to d- today. Okay. Uh, for this episode, Linda Flynn, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. This was a lot of fun. Fantastic. And always, thank you to 90.3 WMSC, Annabella Poland, and the CART students for working their magic to make us sound this, this good. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.